Thank you. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday Shushan Purim Katan. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Ya 
we all drifting? Is our anchor missing? Are we lost in a storm? The sea of life, ships passing in the night, has hope sailed away. And I got this feeling, there's got to be meaning. Is there something we can do? Yes, there's something you can do. Yes, we can change the world. Yes, yes, change the world for good. Acts of random kindness, be a lifeline in the storm.
good life, but it's the end. Where is my son Simo that came to see me from California? Hello, Papa. Goodbye, Simo. Simo, <laughs> my son, it's the end. Don't say that, Papa. It's not the end. Even at the end, my own son is telling me what to say. <laughs> Simo, my boy, believe me, it's the end. All right, Papa, I believe you. It's the end. Simo, I liked it better when you were arguing with me. Papa, is there anything I can get for you? Yes. One thing before I go. I would like one piece of Mama's delicious apple strudel. 
It's my last wish. I'll get it for you, Papa. What else could a man want but the taste of Mama's apple strudel on his lips when he goes? <laughs> I'm a lucky man. I'm back, Papa. Oh, good. The apple strudel. No, Papa. I didn't get it. Mama says you can't have any. What do you mean? Can't have any. She said the strudel is for after the funeral. <laughs> JM and the AM on a Shushan Purim Katan. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, that's the last wish. <laughs> uh, whether you've heard it before, if you've never heard it, or if you've heard it a thousand, whether you've heard it before, or if you've never heard it before, still hilarious. Wednesday morning on this Shushan Purim Katan at JM in the AM. Uh, let's see. You heard Levi Cohen with Matana Keladon. That was the Shira Hadasha Boys Choir. Miami with Tfila Schuppa. And I want to make a uh, special mention of a Mazel Tov wish. Let's see if I can pull this up. A um, Mazel Tov wish going out to... Sarah Grubin and Ellie Begun. And that means a special Mazel Tov to Shlomo and Tali Grubin and to Yerachmiel and Shoshana Begun. Uh, the vart of uh, Sarah and Ellie took place last night. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And like I said, we dedicate that Tefillah Schuppa from Miami to the brand new young couple. Avremo with uh, Hallelujah. You heard Change Our World from 8th Day. Shlomo Katz had Meheira. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this February the 20th, the 15th of Adar 1. It is Shushan Purim Katan. 28 degrees, 51% humidity, winds in northeast at 4 miles an hour. Snow today with a high of 33. Then tonight, rain and snow, low 32. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature, 54 degrees. Wow. 51 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 28 in New York City as we say good morning. And Chag Sameach on this Shushan Purim Katan. Thank you for tuning in to JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Uh, Wednesday morning on this February 20th, the 15th of Adar 1 at Shushan Purim Katan. And that is the great Kenter Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott with Yitzhak Perlman together on Eternal Echoes. Shalshalas with Bisimcha, Am Yisrael, that was Yaakov Shweki, Shmuli Unger in there with Macha Bracha. Diaspora with Hafachta and Vinahapochu of Rami Flam on this Shushan Purim Katan here at J.M. in the A.M. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. You can sponsor part or all of a JM and AM broadcast. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and click on Sponsorship Opportunities, and hop aboard if you want to uh, sponsor a show or part of a show in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody for someone's birthday, etc., etc., fjbunity.org. Yonina's going to join us at 735. The group from Israel, they're about to set off on a uh, an American tour. They'll join us. OHEL update, OXC update, plus the overnight autism program update, both coming up at 815 this morning here at JM in the AM. Galaitzal in the background, I assume. Are we doing our news from Israel? Don't know. Does not sound like... Uh, Maybe now it'll be coming up here at the uh, Galaital broadcast from Israel. 28 degrees, snow expected today with a high temperature of 33. I don't know when it starts, although I think the estimate was about 12 noon, and it should be, go until all the way to like 8, 9 o'clock here tonight. Rain and snow tonight, low 32. Right now we're at 28 degrees. Galaital, Israel Army Radio. 
2 p.m. newscast for Wednesday's next agenda. Shalom Yerushalayim, Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Ba'ulpan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. יושב ראש מפלגת העבודה אבי גבאי הציג לפני זמן קצר את אלוף במילואים טל רוסו שהצטרף למפלגה. רוסו, שישובץ במקום השני ברשימה לכנסת, אמר כי הוא נרגש להמשיך ולשרת את מדינת ישראל. בדבריו הביאה כתבתנו מיכל צ'ין. היום אני עולה על מדים חדשים. בשירות מדינת ישראל. אני משוכנע שאהבת המדינה ותחושת האחריות הלאומית ינחו אותי בשלום ובהצלחה. להשגת המטרות גם בדרכי החדשה. נשיא רוסיה פוטין מאיים, אם וושינגטון תפרוס טילים באירופה, ארצות הברית תהיה על הכוונת, כתבת חדשות החוץ נועה מועלם. ברקע ביטול ההסכם לפירוק נשק גרעיני לטווח בינוני, מאיים היום נשיא רוסיה פוטין על ארצות הברית ומזהיר את הבית הלבן מפני פריסת טילים ביבשת אירופה. לדבריו, אם וושינגטון תמקם טילים סמוך לרוסיה, הקרמלין נפגע לא רק במדינות שבהן הוצבו סוללות הטילים, כי אם יכוון גם לשטחה של ארצות הברית. את הדברים אמר פוטין בנאומו השנתי בפרלמנט במוסקבה. מצרים הוציאה להורג תשעה בני אדם שהורשעו בהתנגשות בתובע הכללי. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. התובע, הישאם ברקת, שמונה לתפקידו בידי הנשיא סיסי, נרצח בפיצוץ מכונית תופת בעת שיצא מביתו למשרדו בשעת בוקר. תשעה מורשעים בפרשה הוצאו היום להורג בתלייה, כך לפי ההודעה הרשמית מקהיר. 30 שנות מאסר נגזרו על מחבל פלסטיני בגין הריגת קצין צה"ל, רב סרן אליאב גלמן, זיכרונו לברכה. הפרקליטות הצבאית צפויה לערער על גזר הדין ולדרוש הרשעה במוות בכוונה תחילה, עבירה עליה ניתן לגזור מאסר עולם. מדווח כתבנו רמי שני. ממדוך עמרו, מחבל פלסטיני, תושב טורה, ניסה לדקור לפני שנתיים קצין צה"ל בדרגת רב סרן במילואים בצומת גוש עציון. הקצין אליאב גלמן שלף את אקדחו בניסיון לעצור את המחבל, אך נפגע מעירית טועה של לוחמים שהיו בצומת וביצעו ירי לעבר אמרו. בית הדין הצבאי הרשיע אותו בהריגה, היום נגזר דינו ל-30 שנות מאסר. סגן שר הבריאות יעקב ליצמן התייחס לפני זמן קצר לחשדות נגדו ואמר, הכל היה לטובת הציבור ועל פי החוק. מוקדם יותר, גורמים בכירים במשרד הבריאות תקפו את ליצמן על ההודעה בדבר הקמת בית חולים חדש בנגב. לטענתם, ליצמן מחפש כותרת חיובית בגלל הבחירות. כתבנו מאיר מרציאנו. גורמים בכירים במשרד הבריאות אומרים לגלי צה"ל כי סגן השר ליצמן מחפש לייצר כותרות חיוביות בעקבות חקירותיו במשטרה. עוד הוסיפו הגורמים כי הודעת משרד הבריאות לפיה יוקם בית חולים חדש בבאר שבע היא ספין אחד גדול ומדובר בהצהרה ריקה. מי מבטיח ששר הבריאות הבא יקיים את ההבטחה הזו? לשון הגורמים. משגת סגן השר ליצמן נמסר בתגובה, מדובר בדברי הבל, בית החולים החדש בבאר שבע יקום ושום גורמים בעלי אינטרס הפועלים בחשאי למנוע את הקמתו לא ימנעו זאת לשון התגובה. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית עד מעונן, ללא שינוי ניכר בטמפרטורות. בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה ייתכן גשם מקומי. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
J.M. in the A.M. Yerushalayim done by Shalshelis Jr. Off of the album entitled Thankful here at J.M. in the A.M. Nice song. Nice song. Uh, heading to the uh, NSN app. Simon's out there. He says he's been listening and says, Boker Tov, Chag Shushan Purim Sameach. Tadaraba Simon. Chag Sameach to you. The rabbi down in Atlanta says, Good morning. It's Naomi Nachman Day in Atlanta in the ATL. Well, he's right. Uh, and I'll tell you what he means. What he means is that today, Wednesday, the 20th of February, Naomi Nachman is going to be at the Spicy Peach at 12 noon. Anybody in Atlanta, and if you know anybody in Atlanta, or if you have friends or relatives down in Atlanta, or if you know anybody who's a big Naomi Nachman fan who lives in Atlanta, send them to the Spicy Peach at 12 noon. Uh, at 12 noon today, down at the Spicy Peach in Atlanta, where where the Kosher Halftime Show had a major presence, you may recall, right? The Spicy Peach was a very, very big set for us. They were amazing to us. So she'll be recording today, starting at 12 noon at the Spicy Peach in Atlanta, this coming Friday show. Okay, you get that? In other words, Natural and Kosher uh, is going to be with Naomi Nachman, creating a beautiful cheese board down at the Spicy Peach. Uh, and that's going to be airing this coming Friday at 9 a.m. on NachumSingle.com, on the NSN app. And you can watch her up close and personal at the Spicy Peach today down in Atlanta, Georgia, starting at 12 noon Eastern time because that's where the show is going to be recorded. All right? So 12 noon today, be at the Spicy Peach in Atlanta Say hi to Naomi. Say hi to Yoni Pollock, who's down there engineering the show and making sure everything goes well logistically, and I thank him. And, again, everybody down there has an opportunity. Uh, has an opportunity to um, to see Naomi and watch the show being recorded up close and personal. Should be a lot of fun. So, hello, Atlanta, from all of us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Simchabelibam, 
What is it? <laughs> what could I do for you? This is going to sound just utterly ridiculous to you, but I'm moving, you see? And in an old coat in a trunk, I found this shoe repair ticket that must be seven or eight years old. It's for some shoes I brought in before I went into the Navy, and then I moved away from Brooklyn, and now I found this old ticket. And I know it sounds ridiculous that you would have the shoes after seven years, but I took a chance. Oh, I get it. You're that fella from Candid Camera. <laughs> No, 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 sir. Honestly, look, look, here's the ticket. Let me see it. Are you out of your mind? We haven't even used the numbers in years. Next! No, please, sir. No, no, it was a long trip here from Baltimore. I know it's ridiculous, but please, take a look in the back. All right, all right. I'll look. I'll be right back. This is very embarrassing. But after all, they don't make shoes like they used to. How can I be foolish enough to think that after seven years, that they would still... Hey, mister from Baltimore, Maryland. Yes? You're not gonna believe it. You mean you found my shoes? Was it with half soles, leather heels, and metal tips? Yes, yes, that's right. It'll be ready Tuesday. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. wishing everybody a uh, Shushan Purim cut-on with some of our comedy segments this morning here at J.M. in the A.M. It's pretty funny, huh? Uh, before that, you heard Ivri Anochitos by request on our app from somebody in Israel who uh, writes as following, uh, or as follows, Boker Tov, listening loud and clear from Odin. Can you play Ivri Anochi for my grandchildren in New Jersey? Hi to Benny, Olivia, Arye, and Leo. Thanks. You got it. Glad we're able to do that. More coming up. It's Wednesday, Shushan Purim Katan on JM and the AM. Yonina is going to be joining us 7.35 this morning. Our friends at OHEL check in in the 8 o'clock hour with some important information about different events that are going on. Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz joins us tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM to discuss Jewish education and a whole bunch of other topics. Um, lots going on, lots going on out there in the world of, uh, Jewish education. So we'll have an opportunity to speak to Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz, uh, live in studio tomorrow morning. And we are very much, very much looking forward to it. Um, tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. More coming up. This is, uh, the latest from Yaakov Shweki.
Corporal Goldstein, you're two hours late. Two hours. You better have a good excuse. Uh, well, sir, I was, I was sleeping in the barracks when I was awakened by this mysterious noise. Huh? So I crept out. I find 4,000 of the enemy surrounding the camp. I see. So I snug up behind them, and I gave them my hands up. Gung-ho Goldstein. Yes. <laughs> so I tied them all up, and I marched them 50 miles down the road to the PW camp. And then what? And then I went back, and I drove the 42 tanks they had with them to the motor pool, and I repainted them. Repainted them? Yes. Blue and white. <laughs> then I went back to the barracks and took a nice warm bath, and here I am. Uh-huh. And that took you a whole two hours? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Listener Jeff writes on the app, and I thank him for this. Nachum, you've been playing the same comedy bits before Purim for as long as I can remember. They are still as funny as they were 30-something years ago. Thank you, Jeff. This listener says, I'm sure you and your listeners have seen the pictures of MBD and Avramel at the Shasathon. Can you please celebrate their friendship by playing the first recording they sang together, the duet on Rachem, 
from MBD and Friends in 1987. Ooh, if we could dig that out, we will try our best to do so. Then we will certainly get that on at some point. Wednesday morning, Shushan Purim Katan, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Arav Zebnevis of Levi, and Zechanishmas Esther Basarvis of Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Perkiavos that all of our days should be spent in doing tshuva, in repentance. The grandson of Reb Chaim Brisker said that Reb Chaim would choose one parak of Hilchus tshuva and learn it every day, especially during the Aseris tshuva. The laws of tshuva are found in the Rambam, in a Sefer of Halachos, not in something like Mora Nevuchim. These Halachos, these laws are in the same category as Hilchus Shabbos, Hilchus Tfilah, the laws of Shabbos or prayer, the ten prokim of Hilchus Tshuva are structured as the following. The first four prokim tell us of the main parts of Tshuva, how we should do it, for which Averus Tshuva is mechaper, Tshuva atones, the severity of doing mitzvos and staying away from Averus, the punishment and those things that can prevent Tshuva from having an effect. Parakei and Vov, the Rambam gives us the foundations of the concept of Bechir Chavshis, free will, that we all have. The last four prokim describe the greatness of a person who does tshuva, the reward for doing tshuva, and the good that a person will have in the Yemos HaMashiach, the days of Mashiach, and in Olam the next world. The Rambam concludes with the need to serve Hashem with Ahava, with love. Following this outline, when we reach the seventh parak, the Rambam has already discussed the detailed halachas of tshuva. The seventh parak is basically going to deal with the general concepts of tshuva, the benefits of doing tshuva, that which brings us closer to Hashem, and how one must do tshuva every day to prepare for the future. But in the third halacha of Perak Zion, the Rambam says something that seemingly belonged to one of the first four. The Rambam talks about that an individual should do tshuva for midos ro'os, for bad character traits. We see a big chiddush here, something novel, that a person also has to do tshuva for being too stingy, for getting angry, for being jealous. We don't find an allusion to this in the Torah. The Mepharshim explain that the Rambam has a way of structuring the halachos, the particular halacha in conjunction with another one, when topically it would seem to belong somewhere else. The structure of the Rambam isn't haphazard, but it reflects a great concept an important yesod. By including midos, characteristics, personality traits, in the later prokim of the laws of tshuva, those dealing with olam the Rambam is stressing how essential and how necessary tikkun amidos is, perfecting, honing in on our personality traits. The Rambam is saying that tikkun amidos has implications beyond just correcting an action. We have already discussed how to correct the action 
in the first four prokim. Now, Rav Nemensel tells us that the Rambam talks about our tafkin in life, Olam Haba. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Wow, we were able to pull that off, huh? One of our listeners recommended an MBD uh, of Ramel combination from back in 1987. Wow. Recommended to us on the NSN app. There you go. Um, let's see. Yeah, MBD and friends, yeah. Um, not sure what the controversy is on the app. <laughs> I think the listener got it right the first time. Uh, but yes, somebody does toss in also a, uh, Yashikoch, great job to Dove Levine. He does deserve that. And I thank you for bringing us back with that tune here at JM the AM. 22 minutes before eight o'clock on a Shushan Purim Katan morning on this Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Many of you are familiar with Yonina, a husband wife combination that have been uh, really an incredible sensation over the last couple of years. They're based in Israel. They are touring the United States. They have a couple of upcoming dates. I don't even know if there's if there are seats available, tickets available. We'll find out because I know they've been playing the sold-out crowds in a whole variety of places. Here's a, uh, a sense of Yonina. They're going to be uh, joining us live via telephone just seconds from now here at JM in the AM. It's the first track of the album entitled Emep Shuta Simple Truth. An album that really um, propelled Yonina to international acclaim and fandom. And with that in mind, we welcome both uh, Yoni and Nina to our airwaves. Boker Tov, to both of you, welcome to JM in the AM. Hi, Boker Tov. Hi, Boker Tov. Welcome to America. How's the the tour been going so far? Amazing. It's been great. It's been a, quite an adventure. It's our first time traveling with uh, two kids. You may hear in the background our baby. So uh... <laughs> he joined us four months ago. So um, so you have, you have a four month old. You have one who's almost two years old. Is that right? She's almost three, actually. Yeah. Almost three. Well, wow. time flies. <laughs> so Mazal Tov to you as your family continues to grow. Just a little bit of background. Uh, there may be people unfamiliar with Yonina. Before we talk about the tour, what's going on, and encourage people to see you guys live in concert. I- explain how all of this came about. How did uh, Yoni and Nina decide to start a uh, a musical presentation? So um, after we got married, <clears throat> we... Uh... We kind of just realized that we both uh, were really passionate about music. We had this dream of doing something together. We thought we'll just start uploading every, every, uh, every week a video for, before Shabbos. And, um, you know, to say good job is to our family and friends. And um, it slowly uh, grew and grew. Slowly grew and started reaching more and more people. Uh, and there were just a few videos that yes, kind of went viral. And, uh, and thank God we, we owe a lot to uh, the social media. After that, we did a crowdfunding campaign, our first album. And uh, we released it last September. And uh, thank God we've been touring ever since in Israel and abroad. You guys are not only a musical duet, you're an interview duet. It's very, it's very nice how you share these thoughts with us. Um, so uh, the first time, and I, I think actually 
I think it's been more than once already. You you've done these international tours before, right? You've visited the United States and have and have already played to great crowds in this area. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's our fourth time in the states. Right? Yeah, we've been to Miami, Chicago, Pittsburgh, and once previously to the New York area. And, and in, it's great to be back. And in Israel, uh, you're very active. You have a full schedule. Would that be a good way of putting it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we try to minimize the concerts to like once a week. Yeah. Because we can't leave our kids every night. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, but there, there are artists out there who would be jealous if they, if they, of you, of the opportunity to be on the road once a week and playing to sold out crowds. I, I'm sure that's not lost on you. I'm sure you have a great appreciation for all the people that are coming oh, out to see you. from originally oh we met i know that um i know that nina we met your father in israel right you're aware of that we, we had him on the air during our october trip am i i, I heard right so 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 we know where you're from from your where you're from from the medfed family uh where is a yoni from i was actually born in new york i, I was uh grew up in Farakoy. uh then we moved to cedars and then when i was five i'm a big zionist and decided to move to israel <laughs> um yeah so we moved uh we, we met Aliyah. Uh, and I was five to Renana. And, uh, yeah, lived in Renana for many years. And then I uh, lived in Yerushalayim for a bunch of years. And after we got married, we... Um, moved to Pardes Chana. Yeah, uh-huh. moved up north. Pardes Chana, amazing area. Both Yoni and Nina are with us. Yonina's the group. All right, uh, give us a little bit of a review, because I know that uh, you're not kicking off your tour. You're right in the middle of your tour. How did the Stanford, Connecticut show go? Um, Stanford was really sweet, really... It was so nice, we, you know, we came from Brooklyn, we went up to Stanford, <clears throat> so we're leaving all the traffic and stuff and slowly getting to the this magical area. Getting to the moon rising, I told you, I feel like we're like in a fairy tale or something. All the houses there were like <laughs> scattered in the woods, it was beautiful. So that was a really sweet acoustic concert, um, and we also performed Saturday night in Potomac. I think I finally figured out how to say that. Oh, you were down in... Uh... <laughs> That, that's what that's kind of awkward. Um, but I think I think I figured out. We performed in Potomac near the DC on Saturday night. There was about four hundred and fifty people there. That was really amazing too. And this Saturday night we're in um New York City and I wish we could uh promote it, but we're actually sold out. So um <laughs> That's the Ramaz show, which I believe right. I believe I believe sold out last year also, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Thank God. We need to add some more seats over there. So the Upper East Side is very familiar with Yonina, and I guess you're attracting people from other areas of this of this area as well. I guess, I guess, um, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm only hesitating as I as I conduct this conversation because I I still can't get over the sensation. To me, it's amazing that you come here from Israel with the following that you have, and don't in any way take this you know in a negative fashion. I'm I am you know it, it, I'm so happy for your success. It's just a lot of people try this. And they come to the U.S. and you know they're they're out there desperately trying to get people to pay attention to them. And you guys show up last year, and you can't you can't get a seat at Ramaz. And as you just told us for this coming Saturday night, it's impossible to get a ticket for uh, for this weekend either. So did you did you consider adding a show for uh, Sunday night? So actually, we're we have a, we have another we're, we're concert to Toronto. Toronto. Um, if you would have known, we should have. Uh... 
Right, we're kind of we're kind of locked in, but um, Sunday well, we fly to Toronto. The Toronto show, anybody, the Toronto show is Monday. From Toronto, yeah. we're performing there Monday night. Yeah, it's Monday night. The Toronto show. All right, something we fly Sunday to Toronto. Right. Monday we perform there. Got it. So we can't convince you to stay in New York and fly up Monday morning, I guess. So maybe we'll do a, a a spontaneous show today or tomorrow. <laughs> maybe. What would happen if you guys went on social media? I don't know. Let's say you're visiting a you know a a a a uh, significant Jewish community in this area, New York and New Jersey. You went on social media this morning and said, you know, come see us, I don't know, five, six, seven o'clock tonight somewhere. Would that be, would, would, would you get a reaction? Do you think you'd get a crowd? I think so. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I think you I, I, I think so just because this is a, this is a cool thing. Yeah. It's, 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 cool, trying it's it a out. cool, uh, it's a cool. Uh, I like where you're going with this now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you're the guys to try this with. You know, this is this is a producer's dream, and I think you're the guys. You're the guys to try this with because it seems that there are a lot of people out there that really hang on your every musical note and that want to be part of the experience, which I which I think is amazing. I think it's incredible. Again, when I hesitate, it's only because it's. So, I, I think it's so remarkable that it's happening, and it, and in some ways hard to believe. I'm sure sometimes you have to pinch yourselves. Hard to believe that all this is going on, right? Yeah, every every day we we wake up and we're doing this, and we're we're so thankful and like um, kind of like, are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we kind of took off spontaneously, like our, our musical career. So at first, we're like, okay, you know, we'll ride the wave, and in a few months, we'll, we'll get a real job. <laughs> and every every you know few months that go by, I look at Yoni. I'm like, oh, yeah, are we? Is this still our job? Are we still doing this? <laughs> the rest, um, is, the rest is history, as they say. Uh, are there tickets available for Monday night in Toronto? Yeah. And will that be? I, and will that be your final show in North America? That well, we the kids need a break. <laughs> right. So you go back to Israel and and restart the whole weekly tradition, right? Right. But yeah. um. But next up, I think we're hoping to to head to the West Coast. Because I think they also deserve a. Uh, well, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting if you would if you'd be able to garner the same following out there, like here. When would that be? What month are you looking at to do the West Coast? Um, I guess. I guess I don't know. I guess we we have to keep you know we do every flight we we keep a few months so right. possibly possibly June. Interesting. Possibly beginning of summer. By the way, everybody out there can follow all of this. The success of Yonina. And the upcoming concerts and their latest news, plus you can buy music, etc. Yoninamusic.com. That's Y-O-N-I-N-A, Yoninamusic.com. What would you say is your most popular song? Is there one that's requested? That... I think Legam Khuban is uh is pretty popular or uh or Shil is a lot of fun. Morning song. It's a good way to start off the morning. The last song on the album. Yeah, we'll try to play that one off of uh, off of your album. When we wrap things up here. Um, is there? I mean, again, you know, we talk about how unique it is that you're able to attract crowds and to get people to pay attention to the music, etc., which is so wonderful. Is there an underlying message? Is there something? I remember when I first became familiar with Yonina, it seemed to me like there was a very deep spiritual aspect to the presentation. I don't remember if the song was about. Um, uh, about gratitude to God or 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 peace. I don't remember the exact theme, but I remember there was there was a depth to it more than just the words and melody. How would you describe what you guys are trying to convey on a deeper level? That's a deep question. 
<laughs> I think, I mean, it's if if to really um just wrap it up in a nutshell. I think we're just trying to um convey like striving to live a meaningful life, a life of connection, connection to God, connection with each other, connection to ourselves. A lot of our songs are about um, either just being grateful for what we have or being aware, like Regal Chovan is about trying to live our lives with, with kavanah and intention. And also our latest song that we released, um, Lamdeni, is also about trying to, to notice all the beauty around us and to live a life that's, that's meaningful and connected, I think. Do you have anything to add? I think so. I, I also would try to, um, we feel, I feel proud that we're from Israel and that we're and trying to connect people around the world to Israel and also to Judaism. But, um, yeah, when just, um, you know, when we do different videos in different places in Israel or talk about Israel or different things like that, uh, I also... Just to show these people what a beautiful place yeah, it is and what... I feel that, uh, that uh, for me, that's like the, a big difference. I think when you visited us here, you told us uh, that there are that there is a a portion of your audience that's not Jewish, right? Yeah, big a big. Uh, <laughs> we have like a because that one of our videos went really viral, the one day video in the car, uh, the one in the car, and it got it got to like like millions and millions of people. So it ended up getting to like Turkey and the all these Philippines, places, and and all these people thought that like a lot of Turkey, some, Turkish some followers, from followers like think that we're Dubai, Turkish. Iraq, Pakistan, a lot of really interesting. They think you're Turkish there. because because they saw us in the car with like uh, you know Kisui Rosh with like you know, you know his head I'm a head He only has a beard. And they were like, "Oh, look at these people from, thinking, the, Black from the Black Sea, thinking one day in peace." <laughs> and then they just started following us, and then you know. The truth is that sometimes they find out that we're Israeli and they, they, dislike. they dislike us. <laughs> but sometimes but, sometimes they stay, and then it's really uh, special. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, uh, Nina, yeah. you, you've, you've explained to us that um, uh, that your your music essentially is for everybody. The reason I say that is because I'm sure there's some women in the audience wondering about your presentation uh, to the world and uh, – and, and you are a you are a proud member of the Orthodox community who has who has relied and has discussed uh, the issue of performing publicly with proper authorities very often. Would that be a good way of putting it? Yeah, definitely. Um, it was it's definitely been quite a journey in the in the realms of of Kalisha and studying it and talking to different rabbis about it. And we ended up going according to certain Tiskalacha that we um, connected to, with rabbis that we connected to, um, that say that when it's done in a, in a modest way, in a modest context, then it's, uh, then it's permitted. Uh, the reaction to Yonina is amazing. Everybody out there, the show for this coming Saturday night in New York is sold out. Toronto, you have an opportunity this coming Monday night. Check it all out by going to yoninamusic.com, yoninamusic.com. Follow them on social media. They're extremely active, as you may have surmised from their presentation earlier in this conversation. They are, they are very active on social media, so you can check them out on all the different platforms and uh, hopefully gain spiritually and inspirationally from the musical journey that Yonina continues on internationally, but based, thank God, in Eretz Israel. I want to thank both of you, wish you the best of luck and continued success. And thank you, Nachum. Thank you so much, Nachum. A pleasure. We'll wrap up, as I said, with the song that you do as a duet, correct? You do this as a duet, right. like, you, like you do all your material. Sheer Shell Boker. The morning song here at JM in the AM. My thanks to Yonina 
for joining us this morning on a very special Shushan Purim Katan at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com. On the Nachum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Nisano says, shout out from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Says that Shearshel Boker has the most hits on Spotify. This listener says, yes, we do need a show tonight in Teaneck. I'm telling you, that'd be a cool idea. Yet you don't need to do a, uh, a a spontaneous show somewhere in a significant Jewish community. I think that'd be really cool. Anyway, I thank them for joining us. More coming up. Robert Katz is going to be in studio. We have guests coming up from OHEL with some very important information. That's all happening coming up in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. We'll start with this. After all, it's Shushan Purim Katan at JM in the AM.
on a Wednesday Shushan Purim Katan here at JM in the AM. Special guest in studio, that's the Chief Development Officer at uh, OHEL, and that's, of course, our wonderful friend Robert Katz. Robert, good morning to you. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Great to see you. And a happy Shushan Purim Katan to you. I have to tell you, between uh, Purim Katan... Shushan Purim Katan. Did we have a Tanis Esther Katan this year? <laughs> Not that I know Not of. Not that I know. Thank God. <laughs> uh, Baruch Hashem. What a tradition. I heard a good thing. I heard a great vort. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Lubavitcher, but, you know, we all have it in us. Yeah. So I heard a great vort that one, the Lubavitcher Rebbe said that we celebrate two Adars, Adar Aleph and Bet. So with Mechuyev, we have to be happy for, for 60 days. Right. This way, if God forbid, for one of the 60 days we're not happy, that day is Batel B'Shishim. Very nice. It, it, it gets lost into this, yes. you know, for those who... It gets absorbed. It gets absorbed into the 60, into the 60 uh, days, parts, whatever. And, and it's considered uh, invalid right. that one day. Wow. Your, your one day of not having Simcha in these two months is Batel B'Shishim. It was worth you coming in just for Have that. a nice day. Nice seeing <laughs> you. Thanks, everybody. Support O'Hell. They got us drum on it. With us... Live, this isn't fair to Hindi. <laughs> with us live via telephone, it's Hindi Hecht, who is the director of Ohel Base Ezra, uh, Ohel Base Ezra Langer Center for Developmental Disabilities. Hindi, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Robert. Hi, Hindi. Good morning. Happy Shushan Purim Cotton to you as well. Same to you. I noticed this in a, um, in a uh, major publication, and uh, it really... 
It really uh, it intrigued me, frankly, and I'm glad we have an opportunity to speak about it on the air. Ohel Base Ezra has introduced Autism Awake, an overnight program for children, teens, and young adults diagnosed on the autism spectrum who are awake all night. They have recreational activities throughout the night. It's one night weekly for 10 weeks, one-on-one staffing. It goes from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. It is a first for the community, and this is an understatement to say it's a first for the community. Now, I'm not familiar, obviously, firsthand with these types of situations, but I do know families that do have these types of situations and do have children that, in fact, are either awake all night or are awake during parts of the night, and it can be a very difficult situation. Hindi, first describe, I guess, what we'd call what's going on out there with families who are in these circumstances, and then we'll describe how this response by Ohel is so amazing. So, excuse me, what's going on out there is over the years, we've served hundreds of families with children, teens, young adults diagnosed on the autism spectrum. And there is a subpopulation out there who literally don't sleep at night. We're not talking about sleep for a few hours, wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. That exists also. But literally those who don't sleep all night. And for the parents, that means not only are they entertaining the children at night, but they, they need to keep them safe. Children who have the potential to walk out of the house, who, who wander in the community, children who could be in the kitchen turning on stoves, really safety issues. And for the children themselves, they really can't be entertained all night. They don't want to be in their beds all night. It's a challenging situation on both ends, and it puts a tremendous amount of stress on the parents, on the families, on marriages. For many people who raise children, children don't sleep at night for the first few months, maybe right. the first year, but there is an end to it. For the parents who are in this situation, they don't see an end to it. Now, um, this all begs the question from the curiosity side, when do they sleep? If they're not sleeping all night, when do they get some sleep? Eventually, they may crash and sleep for a while, and then the cycle starts again. So uh-huh. these children, it's almost like a superhuman energy that many of them have. And it's they completely all night. And it's completely unpredictable. Um, for some of them, it's very predictable that they won't sleep. Right. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, that's the predictable part. Yeah, but, the, but when the they un- will crash. Right. The unpredictability is that when they finally do sleep, it may be at the most inconvenient time for the parents, frankly. <laughs> it it, it, it may not help the situation. Let's put it that way. Right. And it's not predictable. Parents can't go away. Parents can't do other things. And think about what it's like for a parent who just does not get that sleep. Well, I like it's so I, disruptive. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I, I can't speak about this, you know, from firsthand experience, but I do know people who go through this and I never really considered that, uh, you know, as, as as funny as it might sound or as, you know, interesting as it might sound to, to parents who don't have to go through this. It, it, it could be it could be a, so difficult for these parents. And I until I saw the introduction to this program, didn't hit me just how difficult it can be. It's difficult enough for Ohel to say, you know what, for at least one night, we're going to be there to, to give everyone, I don't know, some respite, some help, some direction, right? Is that, that's what this is all about, I assume. It's really about giving parents respite where this is a pilot program. We're going to try it for 10 weeks, and our goal is that that one night a week, parents can drop their child off and do whatever it is they want, whether they want to go out, whether they want to just go home and get in their bed and not be listening for their child, but know that their child is safe, is being taken care of, is being entertained, and they can just have that break. Unbelievable. It's a 12-hour service. It's not like it ends at 4 a.m. It ends at 8 o'clock in the morning. It really gives everybody in the family an opportunity to have a full night's rest. Now, are we in the 10 weeks already or it hasn't started yet? 
We have not started yet. We're gearing up to start. Uh, we will be starting within the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't have an exact date, but hopefully within the next two or three weeks we will be starting. Uh, we're doing all the preparations right now to get started. And who do you want to hear from? You want to hear from the parents, I guess, and hear from them ASAP, correct? We want to hear from parents. Uh, we want to hear from people who are interested in working a 12-hour shift, awake, one-on-one, in a unique and innovative and exciting program. Um, there are really a lot of opportunities for people who want to join us. We're looking for people who would like to run a group for us during the night, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. You want to come do a recreational activity with us, please get in touch with me. We welcome you. All right. So let's start with the first thing. So, so parents, I assume, should either call oh hell or email you guys in order to uh secure a spot right that's the first thing am i right about that absolutely and what what would be the best way to do that what email address and what phone number they can email me at hindi underscore hecht at ohelfamily.org and uh is there a phone number or just do everything by email they can reach they can call the access number at 1-800-603-OHEL and access will direct them to me. I also want to mention that hands-on running this program will be Aluma Pitterman of Camp Kaylee fame. So we can also get in touch with Aluma. Uh, anyone who comes to me, I will send Aluma and I will speak to them together. All right, very good. Parents out there, if this is a situation or if you're in a situation where you think this is going to help you. Keep in mind that Ohel Base Ezra has introduced Autism Awake. It's an overnight program for children, teens, and young adults who are diagnosed on the autism spectrum and who are awake all night. And as Hindi just described, she means all night, and it's very common, much more common than any of us thought. There'll be recreational activities throughout the night. It'll be one night weekly for 10 weeks from 8 p.m. all the way until 8 a.m. It'll be one-on-one staffing. They will provide snacks, of course, through the night, and breakfast will be served to the kids, uh, it is a first for our community. As far as I'm concerned, this is a, a revolutionary program being introduced by OHEL. Those of you who are parents, you can uh, email Hindi, Hindi underscore Hecht at ohelfamily.org, Hindi underscore Hecht at ohelfamily.org, or dial 1-800-603-OHEL, 1-800-603-OHEL. Now let's talk for a moment about the volunteers and staff that you're looking for. If people are listening uh, and feel they can um, they can take part in this, that they'd be good at this, that they you know would like to participate and be one of these one-on-one staffers. First of all, what requirements do they need, Hindi, and what should they do in, tar- in terms of uh, finding out if they would be accepted to such a program? We would love if they have a little bit of experience with this population, but if they don't, they need to have a love of people and a love of kids. We'll teach them the rest. They're basically going to be spending the night. We're all going to be working together, helping to implement activities. The activities are really going to be based on the interests of the kids. So as we enroll the children, we'll base the activities on that, and they will be working as part of a group all together to really um, provide recreational opportunities for these kids throughout the night. It's going to be an upbeat, fun, happy atmosphere. So if you want to be part of a group of people who are implementing something exciting and fun, join us. And the staff could be as young as, what would you say, around? We're looking for really um, college age and above. Okay. Anybody college age and above, it's a unique opportunity to participate in a really tremendous uh, chesed and a very, very interesting program, Autism Awake, overnight for children, teen, and young adults on the autism spectrum who are awake all night. Be in touch with Hindi Hecht, Hindi underscore Hecht at olfamily.org or 1-800-603-OHEL. Hindi, anything else you'd like to add about this program? Really just that we are so excited to be able to offer this to the community, and we hope that it will benefit both 
the parents and the kids who, who uh, participate and the staff. We hope that everybody will walk away feeling like we've really made a difference. And I assume this is all happening at the new Ohel Jaffa Family Campus, and it's one of the great reasons why we right. built this new building and these new headquarters. Smack in the middle of the community. Smack in the middle of the community. Right, Hindi? We, we, I, I can't imagine doing this at our old location. And our new location has the perfect facilities and to the host. Space. This, that's what I mean. And the space to host this kind of event. You, uh, you know, when Hindi first told me about the program, and now I see signs all over the building for it, we all know that our, our parents or we have grandparents maybe uh, with Alzheimer's, and we've heard stories about sure. them being up all night. But I don't think any uh, of us who don't deal with this situation have thought for a second about a child with autism being awake all night and what it means to the mother and the father. Um, one of the most beautiful words, and I think we've talked about this before, Hindi, I don't know if you've ever heard this, uh, I think one of the most beautiful words in the Hebrew language is the Hebrew word for respite. The Hebrew word for respite is nofesh, which is a combination of the words chofesh hanefesh, mm. freedom of the soul. And the incredible menuchas hanefesh, the, the incredible peace of mind that Ohel is giving these families. I mean, imagine what it's like. You're on one night, your wife is on another night, you're on the next night, your spouse is on the other, the other night. Maybe one and night... And the siblings get involved. And the siblings and, get oh. involved. Maybe one night a week you can afford to hire a, a right. private for care person, but it costs $300. And Ohel is saying, we'll take them. Ohel is saying, we'll take your child for one night a week so that you can be a couple. Yeah. And you mentioned the building. We, we have had this idea for several years, and we were waiting and waiting <laughs> until we had the space. And we're so thrilled to be at the new Ohel Jaffa Family Campus and have the ability to have this space to provide this program. So we've been waiting, but now we're here and we're ready to go. We know a lot of the benefits of the new campus. This one we didn't think of, and it's really amazing. Hindi, thank you. Good luck with this. We're rooting for you because when we first saw it, we said, wow, you know, it hit me. Knowing some people in this situation, it hit me. It would be such a tremendous service for so many families. So good luck. Excellent. Thank you what, so much. Before we say goodbye, yeah. can I ask just Hindi to talk about uh, the big Sibaton uh, event uh, for siblings uh, taking place at Camp Cayley on May, May 11th? May 11th? What's it called? A Sibaton? Hindi, what can you tell Sibata us about Sibaton? Well, I guess when we mention Autism Awake and you mention families, so in general, when a family has a child with a developmental disability, it impacts not only that child and the parents, but the siblings as well, the typically developing siblings. We run groups throughout the year called Sib Shops, which are recreation-based support groups for typical siblings of kids with developmental disabilities. Um, they're generally run in the building here for about an hour or two. On May 11th, we'll be taking a group of siblings up to Camp Cayley for a Sibaton, which is a Shabbaton for siblings. And they'll have a chance to spend the weekend together uh, networking, talking, sharing stories, sharing information, and really just being with people who speak the same language as they do. So very, very excited to be having this this Sibaton. And uh, we're in the planning stages now. This is happening May 11th. Best, best way for, to get information would be? H-I-N-D-Y, H-I-N-D-Y <laughs> underscore Hecht. At OLFamily.org. All right, be in touch with Hindi, Hindi underscore Hecht at OLFamily.org. She'll give you information about the Sibatone coming up on uh, on the 11th of May. And that's happening yeah. up at Camp Cayley at another good reason why we have Camp Cayley, right, Robert? Absolutely. We couldn't it, do this in Borough Park. It, it wouldn't just be July and August. It's other times during the year also when, it, when we need the campus. It's, it's Camp Cayley in May. 
pretty amazing. Hindi, thank you so much for joining us and continued success with all of this. Thank you very, very much. A pleasure. Robert Katz is here in our studio. He's the Chief Development Officer at OHEL. Those are two pretty amazing things that are going on, and it's only two of about a million, right? You know, the world goes on with its daily grind, Nachum. Um, we're all very busy. We all don't take a minute to breathe, and when we do breathe, we rightfully so pay attention to our families and our children. Right. But it's very hard for people to actually appreciate what goes on behind the scenes. It's, you know, what makes the Jewish world more functional? What makes people's lives more functional? How many people are suffering with all kinds of issues? Um, and Ohel is like the Google for the Jewish community. I mean, you know, you have a mental health issue with your child, you Google it, you go, you go to Ohel. You have a, uh, a trauma situation, Pittsburgh, Malibu. Malibu called us with the fires. Ohel was out there. Ohel was out there last two weeks ago for two and a half days um, speaking to the community in Malibu. And I'm not talking the bet, talking about the bet Midlers of the world. I'm talking about the bet Midlers housekeepers right, the regular people. of the world whose children's schools were burned down and whose own homes were burned down. And they heard about Ohel and they gave us a call and they asked us to please come out there. And Norman Blumenthal and Civi Ryder went out there. And for Pittsburgh, Cheryl Chernosky joined them. And the three of them went out to Pittsburgh after that happened. Um, you know, there's uh, m- many people, unfortunately, have heard about uh, uh, an event, uh, a couple of uh, r- uh, events tied to one family in, 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 up in Canada. Right. And, of course, Ohel, you know, was called and, 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 and will be there for that. I mean, it's, uh, you, you know, who thinks about this? Who thinks about the fact that there is a couple in your community who have a child with autism whose kid may be up from 11 a.m., you know, to 6, from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. at night, and, 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 and who thinks about helping this family? And the answer is Ohel. Um, I, I've told my wife already, I can't wait for the night that I wake, <laughs> wake, that I wake up by accident at 1 o'clock in the morning. And I say to myself, you know what? I can't go back to sleep. I'm going to drive to Brooklyn. I want to see what's going on. I want to be there at 3 a.m. I mean, we were both on the radio station at WYUR, <laughs> right? The graveyard shift? Of course. Okay. We all, I mean, we had a blast being on the radio at 11 o'clock at night or whatever it was or at 1 o'clock in the morning in the, in the college days. I, I, look, I'm not making light of the situation. I want to have nachas. And if I can find nachas at 2 o'clock in the morning, if you're looking for nachas, if you're looking for chesed at 2 o'clock in the morning, go to Ohel. It's funny, my son was the uh, play-by-play announcer Saturday night for the YU Max. No. So I say to him after the game. Yo, 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 say, I, I, has to be. No, yo, sure. I, really? Yeah. I said, you know you know what we used to do? <laughs> they used to broadcast the game and then send it to us on cassette, and we would play <laughs> in the middle of the night at the radio station. Times have certainly changed. Um, upcoming, by the way, and I'm going to ask Robert to stick around just to discuss this for a few minutes. Upcoming is one of the events of the year. When it first started, I never dreamt that this would become one of the events of the year. I'm saying that honestly. Everybody at Ohel from David Mandel down knows that I've said this publicly. I looked with great skepticism when it was first introduced, and now it is one of the events of the year. The fifth annual OXC, the Ohel Extreme Challenge Classic, which is now scheduled for Sunday, May the 19th, at the beautiful site of Camp Cayley in Wurtsboro. Yet another reason why we have Camp Cayley to put together a fundraising event like this. And Robert, I am going to describe it as follows, okay? You just said if you want nachas at 2 a.m., you go to the Autism Awareness... uh, Autism Awake All Night. Autism Awake event that's going to be coming up. If you want mud 
if you want if you want to be cake if, if you want to legally sling mud in the Jewish community <laughs> if you want to be caked with dirt and and splash that same mud and dirt on the people next to you and and from what I'm told, from what I'm told, have a lot of fun. I'm told it is a lot of fun. And lift tree logs together right. as a team. Lift tree logs and climb walls. walls. And jump over water and puddles that if you don't clear, you're going to, again, get very dirty, etc. And if you then want to go from there to a shower area to completely rid yourself of all that junk that you had to, uh, that you had to go through and then enjoy an amazing post challenge dinner if you want to if that's how you want to spend your sunday may the 19th then we have an oxc challenge for you when you're done you get to stuff your face with steak and ribs <laughs> but uh i have to tell you something rachel rosenberg ben englander aria jacobson morty schwartz Yuta koenig they're they're all on they're all chairs of this right. event um elliot steinmetz right. is, is coach is, of the yu max is, is with us on this as well as well as several others rabbi right. lewis winnaker and uh, uh off the top of my head, I don't want to mention any more names right. because those are all the committee members. But the chairs certainly, I wanted to get in there. Look, this is um, this is typical OHEL, which is untypical. This is, typical OHEL is untypical, which means what event can we do that no one else does? I, 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 yeah, the the marathons and the bikeathons and the triathlons. Yeah, many organizations the, participate. Walkathon. This uh, is unique to uh, OHEL. You know, you know, schleppathon. Uh, Okay, what can we do to bring awareness to the fact that every moment of every day there are people with disabilities, mental or developmental disabilities? And what can we do to have it hit home and teach the population to be more sensitive and to understand what it's truly like to have to overcome disabilities on a day-to-day basis? And so for one day, we challenge you to come up to Camp Cayley. And if you're a typical, functioning, somewhat fit human being, you're welcome to do the five-mile course. And if you're younger and you're a kid or if you're a person with special needs and you only want to do the one-and-a-half-mile course, by all means, do the one-and-a-half-mile course. But either way, challenge yourself and do an obstacle course built by the most professional builder. You bring of, in the real. We, real. Bre- we bring in guys who wear army fatigues and mud boots. And and, who, and they've set up this thing in ma- multiple areas around multi- the country. Multiple, multiple areas around the country. This is the largest operator on the East Coast of, of such uh, events. And um, he has. they have uniquely built us this obstacle course, this extreme challenge course up at Camp Cayley so that people can come up for a day and have a family building experience, a corporate building experience. Friends. Friends My building experience. My daughter did it with friends. Uh, you know, you have companies who bring up uh, employees, right. 10, 15 people to work together as a team to lift the tree <laughs> and walk, you know, have, I mean, you know, plenty of kids in camp try to lift the trees. But again, so this is the only event where you can actually do damage you know, and mudsling in the Jewish world legally just for a few hours. But it, it, it all goes to benefit OHEL's work, and it all goes to support our activities. And by the way, it's in its fifth year, and I'll be the first to admit, uh, unfortunately, it's still simply called the OXC Classic, which means we're looking for a sponsor. And mm. and uh, a- anyone in the in, in the world of sporting goods or anyone in the world of uh, uh, whatever. Fitness, fitness gyms. Fitness or... gyms. Look, by the way, we also, in throughout the five towns, Muncie, Teaneck, Englewood, Brooklyn, 
go on our website, OLOXC.org, free training. You can't just climb a 10-foot wall and you can't just carry a 300-pound uh, tire, two 300-pound tires, you know, in your arms rolling down a hill. You've, you've got to train for this. You, you should be training for Is this. Is that what they do? Yeah, kind of. They walk up a hill carrying, like, two tires. You know, it's one of the one of the thirty obstacles that that you have to do. So, the training is free. We take care of the training. Go on our website. You'll see locations, trainers who are putting together teams and are training you for free to participate in OXC. So we've got this whole network throughout the New York tri-state area, New York and New Jersey, of trainers who are there to give you free training. I mean, you know what. What's better than the word work, words working out and free, um, <laughs> you know, in our community? And, and um, we're up to 200 people already registered. Uh, there were, I, I don't know, 800 people there last year? It's three months from now. It's three months from now. We already have 200 people registered, OLOXC.org. Um, it's, it's up in Camp Cayley. It's, there's nothing else like it. If you just want to do a once-in-a-lifetime experience, fine. Just do it once-in-a-lifetime. But if... You do it once. We're convinced that you want, you're going to want to keep on coming back because the nature of the event is that you're going to want to beat your own time and what you're going to want to beat your own self. Right. In other words, in the first year, you might look at the ten foot wall and go, "Nah, I'm going to I'm, run, run I, around. I'm running around, right. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to do the three foot wall with the help of four people pushing me over." But by next year, you're going to come back and say, "I want to do the six foot wall." It's just intrinsically, it's 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 natural. It's the nature of the human being. To what? Want to overcome obstacles. And better themselves. And and the, 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 the people we service at OHEL and the people who we work for and work with together are overcoming these disabilities day by day. And they may not be able to get over a three-foot wall, mentally, physically, whatever that three-foot wall may be. It's a proverbial three-foot right. wall. But you know that through the work of OHEL, by the end of a year, by the end of a few years, some of them are able to climb the 10-foot wall. It's three months away, two months and 28 days to be uh, exact. May the 19th, the uh, ohelloxc.org website is open, ohelloxc.org. If you don't end up participating, you can sponsor a participant. Absolutely. On the website. Go to the website, ohel. By the way, that you can do right now. You can sponsor a participant right now. Go to ohelloxc.org, sponsor the participants, register for the event. That's May 19th up in Wurtsboro at Camp Cayley. And we make it easy, by the way, Nahum. We make it easy. This isn't one of these twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, $3, I see. The fundraising events. commitment is very reasonable. This is very, re- I mean, you know, reasonable by standards yeah. of the funds. Correct. One thousand dollars for adults, high school and college students, seven hundred fifty dollars, and children under the age of thirteen are asked to raise three hundred and sixty dollars to be able to participate. And all the information about the training and sponsorships, uh, it's all there. And the trainers, the trainers, and the exercise gyms around the tri-state area absolutely love this. Um, we're aiming for Lakewood as well. Today we have a meeting to uh, our staff has a meeting to talk about Lakewood uh, fitness centers that might do women only, that might do men only, mm. and so uh, you know we're even thinking uh, along those lines to, to 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 see what we can do and reach out to the Lakewood community. But certainly in Brooklyn, certainly in the five towns, certainly Teaneck, Englewood, Bergen County, there are a couple of uh, outlets there. And uh, some people are just uh, have beautiful hearts and love doing this. And the photos, just taking a look at the photo, and we have drone video footage um, on our website. The videos are, are, are breathtaking. So God bless Harvey Kaylee, Alav Hashalom, and Gloria Kaylee. May she live and be well. But uh, their gift of Camp Kaylee to us really um, uh, is, is uh, extending beyond the purpose of a camp per se. 
the Sibaton, the Sibaton, you know, I'm using my Israeli, Sibaton. Sibaton. The Sibaton. Sibaton. Uh, Shabbaton for siblings is on May 11th. Um, yes, for teen girls, that's for teen girls exclusively. And um, so, look, we, uh, the work never, never ends. And as I always say, Ohel does the heavy lifting for the community, Nachum. Um, it goes beyond um, what most people would uh, understand and be able to comprehend. We're all busy. We all we all work very hard. And to stop and understand and to think about the um, services that so many of the people that we know need and require in their lives uh, is beyond belief. Robert Katz is Chief Development Officer at OHEL. We are recommending with great enthusiasm that you go to ohelox.org, whether you're going to end up participating or not, you have an opportunity to donate and sponsor a participant. But now's the perfect time, just under three months away, to consider participating and being there on May 11th for an, May 19th, right? May, 19th. May, May, May 11th is the right, May sibling Shabbaton. May 19th, May 19th at Camp is- Kaylee for the OHELOXC. It will be a remarkable day. It has proven to be uh, for the first four years in a row. Please, God, uh, we're looking to hit 1,000 people, and we certainly have the space for it. And um, obviously, uh, for sponsorship opportunities, also please give us a call and let us know as we celebrate our 50th, uh, we celebrate our 50th summer, 50th year this year. Half a century for half, OHEL. Half a century for OHEL, Yeovil. And, uh, have you done anything unique regarding uh, special logos or anything like that for the 50th anniversary? You know, it's, inter- it's interesting that you ask. If you start paying attention to the OHEL advertisements, they will all have the new OHEL 50th celebration logo. Nice. And look, OHEL was founded in the summer of 69. And as you and I know, Nahum Siegel, some great things happened in the summer of '69. I've tried to think, Robert. I've let's tried start to think. with let's start with <laughs> the man man landing on the moon right. on July 15th or 16th that summer, right? Uh, followed by the incorporation of OHEL on August 1st, right. 1969. I think that was it. I don't no, think no, I, there's I a little more that I don't goes think anything on. Else happened of course, that you had you had you had Woodstock August, I think, right. 15th to the 17th. And uh, anything in October? Yes, yes October, <laughs> the amazing Mets, 1969. But you'll be pleased to know, Nahum, you'll be relieved to know that out of all the things that OHO chose to affiliate itself with for its 50th anniversary commemorative logo, we chose the rocket ship. And our motto, our slogan, our tagline for the year is a giant leap forward. Nice. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Neil Armstrong would be proud. I think so. So, yeah. And and so you Buzz av- Aldrin, yeah. So you, and Buzz Aldrin. So you, you uh, avoided utilizing anything New York Mets related. I for wanted the to try. Look, orange and blue. You were trying for the orange and blue. <laughs> <laughs> Will Mr. Met be at OLOXC? That would be pretty cool. Oh, he's busy probably that day, knowing him. He's probably got a game that day. Mr. Uh, Mr. Met has his own challenges to <laughs> overcome. <laughs> But, He's perennially smiling, but he does work with Ohel's trauma team. <laughs> but, but that would be funny if he showed up to an Ohel event in the 50th year. Well, that would be pretty funny. He doesn't say much, but he could certainly <laughs> clap really well right. and nod. And right, shake hands, give some high fives, you know, a few fist bumps. Then again, we have plenty of our own bobbleheads. <laughs> so you're, you're covered in that area. Yeah. <laughs> well, what can I tell you? This has been a great morning. Robert Katz, OHLOXC.org. We'll see you there on May the 19th. It's going to be quite an event. They're aiming for 1,000 people. You can be one of them. Check out the website today. Tadaraba, Robert Katz. Nachum, kolakavo to you. God bless you, and um, thank God for the Nachum Siegel Network. Appreciate that very much.
More coming up. You're listening to a Shushan Purim Katan edition of JM in the AM.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Shame in the end with Simcha Liner. Reminder that the uh, eighth day Yishal Apidot reunion of Eif Simcha's concert. Is going to take place this coming Sunday night, February 24th, at the Master Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn. Supports Chazday Soul to Soul, and uh, it starts at 7 p.m. Information, it's uh, 718-604-1234. Easiest way to get info and to purchase your tickets, jewishtickets.com. 
Achenu Bishon, Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Coming up, Bite Size with Yoni Pollock. Joining Yoni is Fun in Jerusalem's Joanna Shepson interviewing Merav Oren from Jerusalem's Ice Eat Festival. That's happening coming up next on Bite Size. Live lunch with Avrami starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time from Israel. Don't forget, if you're in Atlanta today, three hours from now, go to Spicy Peach and say hi to Naomi Nachman. If you're in Atlanta today at 12 noon today, go and say hi to Naomi Nachman. She's recording her show for this week. With Yoni Pollock down at the Spicy Peach, our wonderful base in Atlanta, Georgia. Have a fabulous Wednesday, everybody. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.